to Fika for Life. Woohoo! This is Lin Yuen today and Edward Thomas. Yay! And yeah. we are on part two on our friendship with the opposite sex part. So last time you heard us babbling about how we became such incredible people. <laughs> <laughs> we were like exceptional. <laughs> we were above the curve. <laughs> Um, and today we want to talk about um, like how to build those friendships yeah. with the opposite sex without being an awkward or unnatural because it or can also, yeah or perverted <laughs> was also strange. Mm-hmm. Um, so imagine you were I don't know I didn't you you started studying or you had a new job or whatever mm-hmm. and usually in your friend zone you only have mostly guys yeah. if you're a guy or, or mostly friends or girls, girls if you have if you're friends a girl. if you're a girl. So how do we balance this out, Edward? How do we balance this out? Well, first you have to be committed to friendship. Yeah, so. like don't go into the field and think, oh, I gotta get a husband. Oh, I gotta <laughs> get a wife. Because yeah. that that destroys it all. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's not how it works. At least not in Europe, at least not here in Sweden. Yeah. Like I don't know other cultures. Maybe in other cultures you're like you only go for the deep dive if you If you want something from them, like yeah. marry them. But here in Europe, it is quite yeah. common to be able to be friends with both sexes. Exactly. So, it, like, if you come from a culture where men and women don't interact, like Lynn was saying, this might be really good for you and your friends to sit down and listen to if you're planning on taking a trip, study trip, whatever, mm-hmm. um, to to the West, to, to Europe. Because girls might talk to you and they might hug you. It doesn't mean they hit on you. Exactly. So one of the things that you need to do is to, first you have to sort of understand the cultural interaction for the place you're in. Mm-hmm. So guys coming from other countries where guys and girls don't talk to each other, uh, women are really friendly in the West and they'll talk to you and they'll be nice to you just because they are nice. And Not because they want anything or no. they want you to rape them or they yeah. want you to touch them or they yeah. want to marry you or... <laughs> You want your money. Preach the list, sister. You are prophetic today. <laughs> I say go on. I think we should go on, on a preaching tour. You know? Um, and that's and that's really important. So that a person of the opposite sex who is just nice to you or giving you attention doesn't necessarily automatically mean that they are interested in anything more than just friendship. They might not even want to be friends with you. Yeah. They just, just might nice. be polite and nice to you. Yeah. So so that's well that's one of the, the things that you have to sort of understand. And then you need to be really honest. Like I would pray and ask God to give me insight. Um, and really be honest about how you relate to people of the opposite sex. If if you only see someone as the, uh, the opposite sex as a potential boyfriend or girlfriend or as a potential marriage partner, then you don't you your like your mind is not even set up for friendship. Yeah. Because you're, you're for the wrong thing. Yeah, because everything is so charged. So you all automa- automatically misinterpret the signs of friendship. It's not natural anymore. No, exactly. And it then, should be like interacting <coughs> with your sister or your brother. It, sh- it shouldn't. It shouldn't be. Well, there shouldn't be any sexual tension. No. There shouldn't be like you. Obviously, you can be attracted to the other person. Right. But other things have to matter more in that sense. Mm. Yeah, and and that's the other thing. Is just because you're attracted to someone, does it mean that they should be your boyfriend or girlfriend? Does it mean that they are attracted to you? And does it mean that there's anything more going on there in this friendship? Some people are just beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Some, they're just nice. Uh, exactly. They just, just holy. look good, you know. <laughs> Some people, I mean, and, and there's always that sort of spark. And what you have to learn how to do is to understand what is the what is the real 
feelings that lead towards a, a, a boyfriend-girlfriend marriage kind of relationship? And what is that spark that you just click with someone because there's a similar enough pattern to the way you guys are made or complement each other? And and that just and that can be intense. So friendship with the opposite sex can be super intense. You can love someone of the opposite sex. You can feel like you're so male. Exactly. So there's there's certain people. There's I have female friends. Um, my friend Gina, just shout out to Gina. <laughs> Uh, Gina and I became friends. Uh, we we used to like like each other back in the day when we were kids, uh, but we've never really had anything else other than just a, mostly a friendship. And and until this day, like if we meet each other or something like that, and it might have gone ten years since we've seen each other, it's always that same sort of intense. Like we're friends, we laugh, we talk, but I'm not gonna marry her. No. You know, she's not going to marry me. Like she's already married. I'm already married. Like we're not going that direction. And there's no, and there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that going on. Um, but we just click. Yeah. And we still click. And we click after thirty five like years. It's like chemistry. You sometimes have someone you click really well with. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you need to marry them. No. Don't buy into this. BS from Hollywood that says soulmate. Oh, yeah. you're gonna marry a soulmate. Blah, blah, I blah. feel I felt something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, there was know. gas. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so you need to be really honest with yourself. Like, if you don't have the tools to distinguish between intense feelings that doesn't necessarily lead to a physical romantic relationship with someone, then you shouldn't enter into the friendship thing because because that's a possibility. Some friends you're going to click with really well. Some friends you're going to be really open with. And you need to, you need to know what friendship is, and and so you need to develop that first. So one of the things might be, is maybe trying to start. So if you haven't had friendships like that, it's to start with being friends with people who you really just are not attracted to. Yeah, they're like yeah. You know, or start with just being friends with people who you have a limited interaction with. So like people at work. Yeah. Uh, maybe so. Maybe if you're studying chemistry and you have a lab partner. Um, and that's under a control situation. Don't try to expand outside of that. Don't go out to dinner in a romantic restaurant. And go to a movie and they <laughs> no, sit on their and they sit on their date. bed <laughs> and they sit on their bed going, "Hmm, is this friendship?" No, uh, you know, um, keep it limited as you start to develop because it's a learned response. So you have to develop the skills to have friendship with the opposite sex. And, yeah, and you should always like. Draw your own um, <clears throat> line somehow because yeah. the more time you spend with a person and you more you tell them and you more you trust them and you have this interaction, the more you be you are intimate with that person. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that you are impure or whatever. No. It can just be pure friendship. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, intimacy makes those make makes that you two get really really close. Yeah. And it might get too close. It might get so close that the other person starts to develop feelings or you mm. start to develop feelings. So that's why exactly. Ed, I think, also recommended being friends with someone you're not attractive to because mm. then it might be easier to yeah, start, with, start exactly. with that kind of yeah. person than to start with someone you are attracted Already to. Already like, wow, the stars are exploding <laughs> in heaven when I look into your eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, because cause really what, uh, what Lynn is saying is really important. The whole, whole idea of clear boundaries are the things that you always fall back on. So if I'm if I'm just meeting someone and I become friends with that person, um, I tend to I tend to be like really have really clear boundaries. So I always I'm married. 
Um, and so I, I don't want anything other than just friendship. I don't want someone pining away about, oh, wow, I wish I could be with Edward because he's so wonderful. Because <laughs> I'm not going to respond to that. And so that's just stupidness, you know. And so um, so I try to you know, let people know I'm married, um, that I'm a believer, because I think that makes a big difference. Um, that, I, you know, I love ha- making friends with people, but I'm not interested in anything. And I try to be really good at shutting down if someone's constantly saying, oh, you know, Ed, if I was your wife, well, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so Well, Ed, you know, if you and I were married, but we're not. <laughs> so, so sometimes, you know, because cause you, 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 want, you want to be able to have a type of friendship that whatever relationship you personally have with someone else, you can be really clear about that friendship. So my wife knows that I have friends with people of the opposite sex. And so I have to make sure that she's reassured that those friendships are of such nature that uh, she's there's no competition. Yeah, and there's, I think the yeah. most illoyal thing you can do to it, to yourself and to your other woman is to snatch somebody's man away. I'm not mm. saying it's the woman's fault, but it's like it's an interaction. So if the man already, I don't know, if he promised you what not, oh. you should not fall for this. Like no. this is an <clears throat> issue between those two. And you can be a good friend by mm. saying you should turn to your wife. You should yeah. talk to your wife. Yeah. yeah like you, it, it, it can easily end up in this situation yeah. where you have a guy who's maybe married or a girl who's mm. married. And then the opposite sex comes in and then you're talking. You become friends and you feel mm. like, oh, we're just soulmates. Um, <sighs> yeah. Step away of, from those Run. situations. <laughs> Run. It's, it's not good. Yeah. Okay. So... That was a little background, um, but what we say here, there's a person that you're um, that you just met. How do you establish friendship? Well, you talk. You talk. <laughs> you do something together. Um, friendships are usually based upon the initial stages of friendship are usually based upon a shared interest, mm. uh, a shared behavior. Like so, we work at this. We work in the same department. So we may work at different areas of the department, but because we work at the same department, that's we the basis for... We might have Fika friendship. together. Yeah. Or lunch. There you go, Fika. That's always a great <laughs> place for friendship. You know, um, it could be that... Uh, so when I was playing tennis, when I was a tennis player, um, sometimes we meet the same person at te- at tournaments. Mm-hmm. And, be- and then you start off just saying hi to them. Hey, hey. You know, and then we're like, oh, how did your match go? Well, because we were both tennis players. We're playing in the same tournament. So a friendship started to develop over time because we're always ending up in the same kind of places and then you like you ask the person's name and you and then so you went from uh, being a stranger to, to being an, a, an acquaintance and knowing yeah. the person's name and oh hey you know um oh last time you said then... last time you said like your your dad was sick or something how did that work out yeah and 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 so that's kind of where friendship starts share, those, you share information share something. Yeah. you share information from each other and you find out what kind of person they are so the more information you share the more that person should have earned your trust. So don't go off telling people like your are your de- <laughs> deepest secrets. Some people do that. They'll tell their whole life story. You're just like, oh my god, <laughs> I didn't want to I, know that. <laughs> now I can write your memoirs because I know everything you thought, everything you've done, and everything you, other people have said to you. That's nice. Thank you for finding the confidence in me. No, um, but that so that's that's one area to start with. But uh, what do you do, Lynn, when you start to? Just get to know someone. So I last year, a couple of months ago, I started new work, and obviously that's a great place to make new friends. 
Um, and we have fika together and lunches and we work together. So there's a, it's a big place for me to work. There are like 15, 16 people wow. who do the same job as I do. So firstly, I start with, as you said, the name. Mm. What's your name? Blah, blah, blah. How long have you been working here? And then obviously I talk to, I try to talk to everyone and then you somewhat click with mm. certain people more than with others. Yeah. And then you maybe share information. And then when you have things that cross over, you can uh, exploit them. <laughs> exploit <laughs> those exploit. those points of interest or things that, that are in common. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I think it's just something yeah. like asking the other one how they are doing or picking up on something that you talked about before. Mm-hmm. is a good way of starting conversation. Like last time you said this mm-hmm. and this, so how's it going? Or exactly. what? How did that turn out? Mm. And it's it's just showing concern, and then you mm. will see the response because some people they don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> Maybe from the opposite sex, and, <laughs> and it becomes pretty obvious. Yeah, and, and then they they'll they answer you, you shortly or rudely or whatnot, and then you know, and then you know. Mm. Uh, so that's how exactly. I make new friends, I guess. Sharing, yeah, sharing like, information. Yeah, because if I mean, if you're having a conversation with a person, the conversation doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm then it's probably very unlikely that you'll actually become friends with that person. You might yeah. become an associate. Um, you might say hi and bye to them, you know, sort of yeah. the polite level of friendship, if you want to call it that. Uh, but you'll never, like, have anything of any substance Deeper. or anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you don't have to, so don't force it. Like, yeah. I mean, now we talked about maybe, or four people that mm-hmm. mostly have friendships with their own sex. Yeah. Um, but that could also be because you have own. You think that the only thing you share is with people with their mm. own sex. Yeah. But actually, at work, for example, most jobs actually have the other sex there somewhere doing well, the same least, job. Again, but that's because we're in the Western world where men and women both have equal access mm-hmm. to the job market, driving. I mean, there's countries where women aren't allowed to drive. Yeah. There's <laughs> countries where women aren't. There's certain jobs that they're not allowed to have. Yeah. And so that. Um, but here in the West, it's it's pretty often, like you're saying that, uh, or go to school. You know, yeah. if you go to school, you'll be in a class often that's mixed. If you go to work, you'll be in, in a workplace that's mixed. If you're sitting on the bus, like women and women don't have a special places to sit, to sit on the <laughs> bus. Bad. You know, if you go to a restaurant, um, men and women don't have special places that they sit. You go to church, um, in most churches, there are yeah. there are some churches that men and women sit on this. upper side of the room. When I went to one of the Messianic congregations before. Um, we decided that uh, the men and women would sit on different sides of the room, mm-hmm. uh, which would be really because then if you go and talk to a girl, so it's a bit strange. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like why would you cross over to the side? Like, like okay, and people are like, oh, you're interested in the person? No, we're just friends. But but then it was like a little more weird because the men and women were separated because yeah, maybe their, then you have to do that after service teens, yeah. meeting outside. Um, but that was like, um, but most of the time you're in a place that's mixed. Um, even if it's a sporting thing, sometimes yeah. it's unless it's like something sport that only men are playing, I guess. But but and only men are watching. <laughs> only men are watching, exactly. Like because um, if the women football. are watching, you're going to American try to show football. Up. Yeah. yeah, we don't usually we don't tend to play co-ed American football. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be bad. Yeah, that would be like, come on, Lynn, I'm going to tackle you. Just like pick you up. Just like, I can be the ball. You can throw me. <laughs> really? Wow, that'd be kind of cool. Lynn is so tiny, so we throw her around often as a That's as a not football. True. <laughs> Catch her! I'm like a bowling ball. No, like one of the heavy ones. <laughs> no, you're not, Lynn. 
oh, roll me down the aisle. I'll, you know what? I'll take I would carry them. Lynn, you know, like 10,000 miles or whatever. No problem. Oh. But anyway, hey, we just got distracted again. <laughs> you distracted me. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't I think mean to do that. I what, made you astray. what also is really good if you have a shared humor. Yeah. So Lynn and I are friends. Um, um, and one of the good things is that, like, Lynn knows I'm married. I know she's married. I'm also friends with her husband, uh, which is really cool um, because one of the things I'm committed to is to make sure that in my friendship um, with Lynn and Eunice is that I'm friends with both and that my friendship has to be kind of neutral. So I don't want to ever take sides, take you know, sides, yeah. you know, or like like I want my friendship to be like a support for them. So I want my friendship to not a lead them to something good and positive and not like driving a wedge between them or anything like that. And, and I think those kind of... Things like, like, I know what kind of friend I want to be, and I know what kind of friendships I want to have. And because I'm committed to that, then that sort of helps me in being friends with people of the opposite sex. Like, I would be, I would feel really sad if I did something. And so, I mean, I know, obviously, I probably could temple in because I'm just so fantastic and beautiful. <laughs> I mean, even, even snails follow me home. <laughs> so, yeah, please. No. Uh, but, uh, but I would feel really sad if, if, if in our friendship, I would do something that would like make, like, like, like it would be against God's word, or it would like be a problem for Lynn and Eunice's uh, marriage, because I'm committed to them having a good marriage, and I want my friendship to sort of contribute to that and stuff like that. So, and because I want that, then it would be that's the kind of friendships I try to have with Lynn, try to have with Eunice and Lynn and Eunice. So I, I feel like I have a friendship with Eunice and a friendship with Lynn, and the friendship with Lynn and Eunice. <laughs> but you know, um, I think we should always be aware when we go into um, friendships with the opposite sex and the other partner, or the other one has a partner, mm -hmm. we should always be um, aware of this, what you yeah. just said. Yeah. Like, what play, what do you, what role do you play in this? Mm -hmm. And whatever problem they have is between yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and obviously, as a friend, you should be there and listen to them complaining about their spouse or whatnot. But yes, you should yeah. always try to not pick a side and you should yeah. be supportive, but try not to like intervene in this conflict no. because it's not yours. Yeah. And and I think as as a believer, one of the things is that <clears throat> it's prayer. I actually try to pray to God that I would be a good friend, pray for my friends, especially the ones who are married or involved in other uh in relationships with other people because I think that's really important to have God's help in that. Um and then um one of the things I like about being friends with you is that There's just really open communication. If you get pissed at me, you're going to tell me. Oh, yeah. And then I walk home and cry all day long. It's like, ah, Don't. Ah. You know, and I go and kill the lamb and seek for forgiveness. <laughs> Put the blood on the side. You just want to eat the lamb, dude. It's not for your forgiveness. You yes, just it is. It. It's the blood. It's the atonement. No, we happen to be reading in, in the Old Testament, and we've been reading about sacrifices, and that's why. You're going to hear me talk about sacrifices for a long time. Um, but, um, but there's a... But there's a Uh, and I think if you're going to have friendships opposite sex, there needs to be a level of honesty. of honesty and openness. Yeah. You know, I think that uh, um, because what that does, it helps to sort of define the culture of that relationship. is really important. Um, and then, like in our in our guys group at church, so the men hopefully we're all accountable for each other. And I think if the men saw that something was unhealthy about our relationship, relationship. Yeah. That they would probably She confront me. They would probably call me and say, "Hey, Ed, you know what? Hmm? Blah 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 blah. I saw this. You know, lot, blah blah blah. You and Lynn were naked in the <laughs> sauna, 
Does that just seem really inappropriate? I was like, really? Oh, I didn't think about that. Uh, <laughs> I would never do that, Ed. <laughs> no, I would. I, that would just scare me. I just, that's like being naked with my kids or something. My sister. Ew. That'd be like that'd be like me going to the sauna with my sister. I would not get naked with my sister, and I would not get naked with you, Lynn. I'm yeah, sorry. I would not get naked with my brother. Either, you know. Even though you come from and Germany, not even my father. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh wow. Oh, think if my mother called me up, Edward. <laughs> I want us to go to the sauna together, naked. I'd be like, oh my gosh. No. And mom Cena. <laughs> it's like, sorry, lady, I can't come. I'm in Sweden. They won't let me come back to the States. <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> exactly. They've confined me. Um, and, and it sounds like we're joking, but there, there's some seriousness in, in, in this. And that's, and that's that friendship has certain boundaries. Yeah. Don't over. There's just certain things. Like, I'm not going to be kissing my friends. On the mouth. I'm definitely not going to be French kissing Even if them. it's a culture. <laughs> no, even if it's the culture. Like, sorry, that's that's where I draw the line. Um, and there's certain things, you know, that you just don't do with don't friendship. Don't touch each other. But I, I've hugged you. Yeah, yeah, but... I, I mean, pray for you. I put my hand yeah, on yeah, your but, shoulder. But you know, some some people who call them as friends, yeah. they, they hug and they touch each other and they... Ew. Caress each other. I'm Those like, people are not no. my friend because I just no. That's just too creepy. No, and and no. I think that that's like a sign that something else is missing there. That they should yeah, exactly. Out. Don't be using me to get your emotional feel on thinking like you know. Okay, I'll just touch you because it's safe. It's easy to <laughs> to go into the friends with benefits zone over there. Yeah, and, and that's uh, what we're, we're not talking about. That no friends with benef- no. with benefits. We're actually talking. You only about get the normal benefits, a, not a the true, extra benefits. <laughs> exactly. You don't, you don't get the special. <laughs> just pick them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Edward. no, because oh, uh, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but there's, um, um, but one of the things I think that's really important is that, is that, in the whole idea of what a friendship is, what a friendship is not. Um, a friendship is not a sexual. What we're talking about is a non-sexual relationship with a person. But still, there's room for love. There's room for care and concern. Um, and, and I think that. That so, if you're shy, or maybe you feel it's it's uncomfortable to be like you want to have friends of the opposite sex, but you feel really uncomfortable about it because you've never really been there, or if you've only had relationships with someone of the opposite sex that's been you know charged sexually charged with, okay, this is probably a potential mate, a potential boyfriend girlfriend. Um, sorry, then I would like try to encourage you to. Um, um, to to really to really be clear about it, you know why do you want to have friends with the opposite sex? Yeah, and um, always keep yourself in check. Yeah, if, have, if have you accountability, have yeah. someone. Yeah, and 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 you know what? If someone comes comes to you and says, "Hey, you know something about this is unhealthy," don't get mad at someone. That just shows like you're not mature enough for that. Um, most people who say things like that to you are just looking out for your best interests, and yeah. they don't want you to. To, to be unclear, you know, to do anything that's really bad or anything. So, um, but that's, that's, you know, I, I think there's good benefits to being with friends with the opposite sex. And obviously, this is just to encourage you to, to get out there, get your feet wet, you know, and, and, and talk to people, talk to someone who's of, of, of the opposite sex about something that's just really generic and see where that leads you. Yeah. You can only improve by trying it out. Yeah, it's 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 something that you'll you'll get better at. With time. <laughs> you can you can't just listen to this podcast and think <laughs> no, things will no, work gonna... out. <laughs> why didn't I? 
Why did I make any friends? No one likes me. <laughs> I listened to Ed and and you and then Lynn and and it didn't work. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Try again. That's what happens with friendships. Some people, you know, you just gotta figure out what kind of friend you are and how do you the way that you develop friends is really different than the way that maybe I would do it or Lynn would do it. True. Um, and then develop know, your own style. Yeah, your own flavor. <laughs> Um, and and if and 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 one of the things is like, um, do it in a in a neutral place or in a neutral way. Yeah, you know, don't so. invite him home to your bedroom and yeah, that talk about definitely politics or something. That no. definitely <laughs> gives other signals when you invite people into your bedroom. That's like, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't invite you into my bedroom. It's a reason why I don't do that. Get out! <laughs> you don't belong here, evil child. <laughs> All right. Um, if you have more questions about this particular subject, please write to us. Uh, there's another episode coming along, but that will be more about maybe some of the pitfalls and dangers yeah. of friendships with uh, friendships with the opposite sex because it's not easy. Like there we are, talked about some some of them today, yeah. but we're going to go into the more big dimensions yeah. of it next. Time. Like what to do or how to handle when. Aha, uh-huh, see, I didn't tell you. Cliffhanger. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Thank All you right. guys for listening. Yes, and we'll see you next time at Fika for Life. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> you think they got the idea that they're supposed to subscribe? Yeah. We should say it one more time. Subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. Be Bye. blessed. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas, and we hope to hear you again.